in today's show. Guys, it's going to be a short one. We're going to look back at all of Tuesday's action across the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is also brought to you by CBD. MD. The holidays, they're finally behind us, which means it's time to catch up on some much needed sleep. And even though getting a good night's sleep is much easier said than done, our good friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to sleep harder than NBA media is sleeping on DeAndre Hunter. Who's writing this? Is this, is this targeted at me? What the, what's going on here? Anyway, CBD PM blends 500 milligrams of high-quality CBD with melatonin, valerian root, chamomile, and other sleep-promoting ingredients to help create a powerful and effective sleep aid. And if you want to relax a little bit before bed, try their new CBD bath salts. They fuse superior CBD with Epsom, Deep Sea, and Himalayan salts to turn any bath into a luxury experience and are available in lavender or eucalyptus scents as well as a soothing nighttime blend with melatonin and calming herbs. And to make it even easier to get the year started off right, they're offering all of our listeners 20% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that is cbdmd.com. The promo code is NBA for 20% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. Shout out to DeAndre Hunter. All right, so what we're going to do today now, I mentioned this at some point. I'm not sure where, which show it was and the many, many million shows that I uh, record and put out. But today, um, I sort of took a half day off. There's only two games in the NBA. So I was out. My son's on school holidays. We went to a water park, and that was it. So the, this show, it's like a day off. I'm not going to do um, the 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 preview, the Fangio preview for tomorrow's shows. I'm, I'm going to do a quick, quick Preview. I've done a what to watch for video, so you can see how I preview each individual game there. But I'm not going to do the individual Fangio preview for every game. Just a quick overview of that. Um, apologies, but we'll be back on a normal schedule tomorrow. So let's have a look at the two games that are on. And unfortunately, they'll both ask kickings. And I think we sort of predicted that. I know in my Betfair article that I put out today, I, I thought that both these teams uh, were actually, both of the favorites were going to win with the, with those points and go even further, and they did. The first game was the Thunder going down to the Nuggets, 119-101. Noel Horford, Isaiah Roby, stayed out of foul trouble, sort of. He had three fouls, but 10-9, 26 minutes, three assists, four steals. There is some talk that Horford may not join the Thunder on their road trip, which is five games coming up, so Roby absolutely has some short-term value. Lou Dort, Lou Dort shot 73% from the field. Bort? Oh, come on, Bort? Mommy, Mommy, buy me a license plate! No, come along, Bort. Are you talking to me? No, my son is also named Bort. 
Dort, 20 points, three threes, five rebounds, and three assists. That was 34 fantasy points. Dort is now only the 134th ranked fantasy player for points leagues. I'm not massively into him as a must-roster guy there. I think in a 12-teamer, where he is 110, a 12-team nine-cat league, he's 110th ranked player over the course of the season. You can have a look at him, but I'm not 100% convinced that he's going to remain must-roster. Now, I know everyone, when we're talking about the Thunder, they're going to want to hear me talk about Darius Baisley. It was another not great performance from Baisley. But despite all of the, oh, Baisley, he's terrible. Oh, my God, this guy, oh. He's 156th ranked player. Is it that bad? Like 12 points in 24 minutes. He had two blocks. He hit two threes. You can drop him. Look, you can do whatever you want with your team. I'm never telling you what you can and can't do. Like It's not what I do here. I don't say must do this, must not do this. I'm not telling you, if you want to drop him, by all means. But I'm looking at it and going, well, okay, they got their ass kicked, so everyone's minutes were down. I basically actually performed better than Shea Gildas-Alexander in today's game from a category league perspective, right? He's still, you know, just just on the fringe of a 12-team format. And he's doing it by shooting like 28% from two or, you know, 34% overall or something for the season, 28% over the last couple of weeks, whatever it is, something really small like that. I don't see Pokyashevsky coming in and, and taking his role as a starter. I don't see Kenrich Williams doing it. I don't see Justin Jackson doing it. I think they're going to just persist with Baisley. He's going to shoot better, and there'll be better times ahead. So if you're dropping him to grab Hamadou Diallo off the waiver wire, I think it's a mistake. If you're dropping him to grab Gary Harris off the waiver wire, I think it's a mistake. If you're dropping him to stream in Willie Cauley-Stein, I think in general it's a mistake. But do it. If you want to do it, do it. I've got In the, in the leagues where I've got Baisley, I'm not dropping him because I'm still looking at role. I'm looking at production. I'm looking at shit. Can It, it can't get worse, and he's still the 156th ranked player. Uh, so I think it's going to go up. So there's my thoughts on Darius Baisley. Wasn't a great night for the Thunder in general. Gilgis Alexander had 14, 5, and 7. Three of six from the line is pretty rough. Well, I think George Hill, yeah, six points in 22 minutes. With Hill and look, Hill and Baisley, they're ranked almost identically, 154th and 156th. But the trajectory of those guys is Hill. You can see, well, uh, do I see Hill going, yeah, well, no, nah, they're going to play him 34 minutes as we move forward. Don't worry. George Hill's going to storm home. Like, no, because it's more likely he gets bought out and goes and plays a Reggie Jackson role like on the Clippers in 18 minutes a night for a team. Whereas Baisley, it's more likely to be, oh, shit, now he's got it figured out and we're playing 33 a night and scoring 17 a game. So while you can look at current production, and that's always part of it, it's always a factor, yeah, you've got to look at trajectory of that production. And Hill is not a guy that I'm holding in 12 teams. I'm also not holding MC Hamadou Diallo, which, again, I, people were so wrapped up in adding this bloke. Um, and he's sort of doing what he is. Like This is just who he is as a player, in my opinion. For the Denver Nuggets... The Thunder had absolutely zero hope of stopping Nikola Jokic. 27 and 12, six assists for Jokic, a steal and a block, 57%. Um, that gives us 55 fantasy points. He's the number one player in category leagues, the number one player in points leagues. He is the number one player on today's slate. Spoiler alert for Monstrous Line of the Night. He's just putting up big numbers. And I was having this discussion with uh, with my son's uh, friend in, in the car as we're going to the water park. He's going, Josh, who's the NBA MVP at this point? God, man, I don't even know. Like, who is it? Is it is it Jokic? Is it Doncic? Is it Embiid? It's not LeBron. It's not Giannis. It's not Kawhi. 
Who the hell is the MVP? Is it Kevin Durant? I think we settled on Jokic and Durant as probably the two front runners at this point. Which is pretty wild to think of at this stage in the season. Paul Millsap had a big one. We talked about him as a good stream option. When he has these ones, he'll invariably do nothing for the next three or four games. So don't necessarily chase this. But 13 and 12, two steals, a block, and two triples. But look how the schedule looks. If he's on the low-volume days, Millsap has that value. Same as Fart and Will Barton. 13, 3, and 6 with three threes. He's not a must-rostered 12-team league, especially with Maga Porter Jr. coming back, who's going to take some of these minutes away. Gaz Harris had 11 points, um, which is all right. No! In fact, it's nice with three threes and not a huge amount else. Jamal Murray, the headmaster, that elbow, ugh, uh, five points in 21 minutes, 20% shooting, an absolute massive buy low, but he is not a top 20, 30, 40, 50 player. Look, he just isn't. He hasn't shown it ever in his NBA career outside of a weird, weird bubble stretch where he was actually legit amazing, but he's better than this. He's better than what we're seeing at the moment, and that was an absolute stinker from Murray, who last game played 42 minutes and was horrible in the shooting percentages, but put up some big volume on his numbers. But this game was an absolute blowout really, really early on. If you knew that this game was going to be a blowout and you could have seen that Nuggets nine and a half point line, you could have seen it a bet online. You could have said, you know what? Josh, I know, I know the Nuggets are going to win this one big. So I'm going to go on to betonline.ag and I'm going to create that account and then I'm going to put my money down and I'm going to feel pretty good afterwards. Because there's only one place that has you covered for all of your sporting bet needs. And there's only one place that we trust. And that is betonline.ag. If you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you get a 50% welcome bonus. Do it for the 10 games of the NBA tomorrow. Do it for the 13 games. I think it's 13 games we've got coming up on Friday. Use it on player props. Use it on sides and totals and straight ups, parlays. BetOnline has you covered. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use the promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Okie dokie. Let's move on to the next game. It is another blowout. It was the New Orleans Pelicans and the Utah Jazz, the battle for the Jazz. Uh, Zion, again, was ridiculous in terms of scoring. 32 points on 74% shooting. This is what is really just firing him up. I believe in the last two weeks, he's a top 40 category league player. He's doing absolutely sweet FA in other areas, but that scoring on that efficiency is absolutely masterful. In a points league, he had 44 fantasy points today. He's up to 42nd in that league. He's going to need to start to do a lot more to be able to be a top 10 category league player. Maybe it comes, but this dude hasn't even played 40 NBA games yet. And the fact that he is actually unstoppable offensively uh, at the rim, like he's actually unstoppable. It's, it's unbelievable to watch. Lonzo Ball was back straight into the starting lineup and played only 23 minutes. That's a worry, but he's back and he's starting. He had four assists. He had three steals. If he's on my wave wire, I'll add him. Eric Bledsoe played 24 minutes and had nine, four, and two. And because this was a blowout, it is hard to get a full representation of how that guard rotation goes. Like the 31 minutes that Nikhil Alexander-Walker played, is that real? I don't think it is. Now, Alexander-Walker had nine, five, and two. He had two steals and a block. I think Alexander-Walker is going to be a good player. And I can easily see Kyra Lewis and Nikhil Alexander-Walker as a starting backcourt for this team in the future. But I'm not sure that uh, Alexander Walker is a guy that we want to hold on to uh, in 12-team leagues this year. Rough shooting night from Ingram, 17 points on a true shooting of 45%. He did have two blocks, though, while Steve Adams, just he's just plugging along, just barely inside the top 100 with absolutely zero upside. Six and nine for him. And I, I said that Josh Hart was poor last game, so I better say he was better here. Eight and five with two threes, but that is the smallest, smallest of bars to uh, to leap over. But at least he did leap over that bar. 
For the Jazz, the Don Donovan Mitchell. He's Don. He's good. 28 points on 15 shots is great. Six of six from the line is better. Four threes, four assists. Good night there. Well, Jingle and Joe Ingles only played 19 minutes, but had 15 points with five triples. And Jordan Clarkson's really big run continues. Now, he didn't do it on that unbelievable shooting. He still hit 44% from three, but 18, six, and six with four threes. I still think that Clarko is a sell high, um, but those, again, it's it was a blowout. So the 18 minutes for Ingles and 29 for Clarkson, is that how that's going to go? I have my doubts. Conley still firmly on the buy low list, six points on 29% with 10 assists. And Royce O'Neal had two blocks, and he's at just that hole filler. Should have had the button ready. Giggity. That you can come in and get some steals and get some boards at the back end of your roster, and you could not be any less excited to have him play. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich was average. He's a points and threes streamerish type guy. You can have him in 12s, you can hold him, but he's not at any, in any sort of level. Uh, exciting to have on your roster. And I think that's I think that's fair to call him that. Let's have a look at the top ads over the last 24 hours. Marcus Morris up 27%. I can't say I'm necessarily massively in on that. Um, I think he's fine to add in a 14-team league. Um, he's going to score okay. He's not a 12-teamer to me. Xavier Tillman at 24.4. The uh, big man there who's going to start at center for the short term like that. Jakob Pertl, people are really buying into these last two games. Uh, if you want to take a flyer on it, sure. I don't think it's going to be that long-term play that you hope it is. And Jared Vanderbilt up 14%. He's a great short-term option. And I can say that. like, I, I know I can say. I can say whatever I want. But I can say like, I, I'm not sure about Pertl long-term. Like, I'm also equally not sure about Vanderbilt you know, long-term. But I am more sure about Vanderbilt short-term because I can see that path to minutes wide open. Like It is very wide open for Vanderbilt right now. It is less wide open for Pirtle, and it requires a few things to happen, like Aldridge needs to get into foul trouble or his knee needs to be sore or they need to be blowing teams out or the bench needs to be going on a run. With Tillman, it's like he needs to play. Like that's how, well, not Tillman, like or Vanderbilt, he, he needs to play. Like that's what needs to happen. Royce O'Neal up 14% today as well. I assume that was just because the Jazz played on this low-volume day. In terms of drops, we're looking at Lonnie Walker down 15%. Absolutely 100% on board with that. Precious Archer down 13%. I can't believe he's still rostered in 13% of leagues that he can drop down by 13%. Paddy Williams down 12% because he missed last game, and prior to that, he'd been struggling a bit. D'Anthony Melton down 10 and Tyus Jones down 10 That is the Jar Morant effect there pretty clearly. Let's now go on to the monstrous line of the night. I talked about it already. It is Big Chungus. Nikola Jokic, 27, 12, and 6. Let's just talk about Jokic's season so far. 25, 11, and 10. Two steals, 1.23, 6 blocks on 57 and 85. So what's he doing that's better than last year? Well, he's hitting free throws. He's getting to the line more, 50% more free throw attempts, and hitting them four percentage points better. His field goal percentage is up. His three-point percentage is up from 31 to 25, although watch that because the last seven games, he's shooting 29% from deep. So that could be coming down. His assists are up from seven to 10, but over the last two weeks, they're down to eight per game. So we're starting to see that little bit of regression creep into Jokic's game. And realistically, the only thing that is keeping him at number one for now is the fact that over the last seven games, he's averaging 2.3 steals per game. Now, do I buy that? Probably not. 1.4, 1.5, best case scenario, probably. But there is going to be some level of regression there from Jokic. No, he's, I'm not shitting on him because he's been unbelievable. But I think there is going to be some level of re- regression coming from Big Chungus right there. Built Bar is back. The best tasting protein bar ever is now even deliciouser. Built Bar, guys, that's not a real word. 
But that doesn't matter because the six new flavors will have you making up words on the spot. Apple, almond, crisp, carrot cake, lemon, almond, cheesecake, cherry, barcia, cookies and cream, and caramel brownie covered in 100% chocolate. Soft and easy to chew. They are low. Uh, They help you to lose, sorry, and maintain weight while being low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, and great for a keto diet. The Coconut Almond Bar, 18 grams of protein with 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and just 5 grams of net carbs. So go to BuiltBar.com. You can use the promo code locked on. You know you want to. Get yourself a box, a mixed box. Try all of the flavors, and you'll get 20% off your next order. The promo code is locked on for 20% off at builtbar.com. All right, so as I said, let's just quickly go on to DFS now um, and have a quick squeeze at some value plays there on Fangio. Xavier Tillman at 46. I love it. Jared Vanderbilt at 48. I like Gaz Trent at 36. Everyone will be off him after what happened with Rodney Hood last game. So at 3,600, that is a good place to go. Seth Curry at 45 is great. Dragic at 52 is awesome. Uh, Kawhi at 91 is good. Capella at 8,000 looks to be the goods as well. Um, uh, then we start to get a little bit iffy. 5,400 for Kelly Oubre, maybe. Um 4,100 for Carmelo Anthony, I like. 9,900 for Nikola Vucevic against Naz Reed. I think that can work in Vuce's favor. And I like 7,000 for Aaron Gordon as well. I will be doing a pregame show tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Thanks to DraftStars. We'll be talking about all of the news and lineup notes that is going down and then helping you guys who play DraftStars as well. So make sure you are checking that one out. Guys, subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.